June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Prince Andrew's accuser speaks out what she says happened the night they met. This guy was sweating all over me. Like, his sweat was, like, it was raining. Then, the ex-FBI lawyer denounced by President Trump. Lisa! Lisa! Oh, God, I love you, Lisa. She says she's done being quiet. It's every woman's worst nightmare. Plus, TV's Supergirl. Her shocking accusation of abuse. My left eye swelled shut. I had a fat lip. Blood was coursing down my face. I had just been abused. And Cyber Monday, Ground Zero. One million square feet. That's the size of 28 football fields. How to spot the best deals. Plus... President Bush's dog, Sully, the touching tribute to a great dog, and stuck in a high chair. I don't know how to get you unstuck. And she can't get out. <laughs> now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The woman who accused Prince Andrew of abusing her when she was 17 is responding to his bombshell interview. Virginia Roberts Jufre calls Andrew's excuses ridiculous. And point by point in her first interview since the royals spoke out, she counters his comments. The American accusing Prince Andrew of treating her like a sex slave is hitting back today big time. He knows what happened. I know what happened. And there's only one of us telling the truth. Virginia Roberts Jufre claims disgraced tycoon Jeffrey Epstein paid her $15,000 to have sex with the prince on three occasions when she was 17. He asked me to dance. He is the most hideous dancer I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was horrible, and this guy was sweating all over me. In that train wreck interview Prince Andrew conducted with the BBC, Andrew, the eighth in line to the British throne, denied the allegations. I can absolutely categorically tell you it never happened. He also claimed this infamous photo showing him with his arm around Virginia's waist may be fake. People on the inside are going to keep coming up with these ridiculous excuses, like... His arm was elongated or the photo was doctored. The new interview comes just as President Trump and First Lady Melania head to London for the NATO summit. Tuesday night, the president will meet with the queen at Buckingham Palace. Kate Middleton will also be there, but not Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. They also missed Trump's last visit back in June. Word is the queen has banned Prince Andrew from meeting President Trump and Melania. He was spotted today leaving Windsor Castle just hours before Virginia's new interview airs. I implore the people in the UK to stand up beside me to help me fight this fight to not accept this as being okay. This is not some sordid sex story. This is a story of being trafficked. 
Since Prince Andrew's TV interview aired, a number of companies and charities have severed all ties with him. One in four women are victims of domestic violence, and the actress who plays TV Supergirl says she's one of the statistics. And while she's not naming her alleged abuser, she dropped plenty of hints as to who it could be. After Bombshell allegations from the star of Supergirl. Melissa Benoist says she is a survivor of domestic violence. The stark truth is... I learned what it felt like to be pinned down and slapped repeatedly, punched so hard the wind was knocked out of me, dragged by my hair across pavement, head-butted, pinched till my skin broke. She detailed the alarming claims of abuse in this emotional Instagram video. He threw something at my face again, only this time it was significantly worse. It was a blow to my face with his iPhone. The impact tore my iris, nearly ruptured my eyeball, lacerated my skin, and broke my nose. My left eye swelled shut. She says she went to the ER, but lied about her injuries when police came to investigate. We made up a flimsy story together. I had tripped and fallen on the stairs of our deck and hit my face on a potted plant. It appears she repeated that made-up story on The Tonight Show in March 2016. I was going down steps and I slipped and fell and hit my eye on a potted plant and tore my iris. In the video, Benoist does not name her alleged abuser, but at the time of the incident she describes, she was married to actor Blake Jenner, who she met on the TV show Glee. They divorced in 2017. Here's Stephen Fabian. Blake Jenner is currently starring in the off-Broadway production of Cyrano alongside Game of Thrones star Peter Dinklage. It appears many fans believe Jenner is Melissa Benoist's unnamed abuser. And now they're turning on him with nasty Instagram messages. Shame on you goes one comment. We reached out to Jenner's rep but did not hear back. Benoist's rep also wouldn't comment. Benoist says she eventually left her abusive partner. I hope that telling my story might help prevent more stories like mine from happening. Benoist says she made the decision to leave her abusive relationship after a friend asked her point blank if she was the victim of domestic violence. The halls of the White House have been decked and scores of Christmas trees have been trimmed. Christmas has come to the White House and First Lady Melania Trump gave a preview of this year's decor. The First Lady is showing off this year's White House holiday decorations. One more sprinkle of snow for this branch. Melania revealed this year's theme, Spirit of America. There are patriotic ornaments galore. Her Be Best campaign was highlighted by an ornament made of Scrabble pieces. In the state dining room, Melania paid tribute to the Red Rose, the official flower of the United States, with a giant garland of faux roses. No sign of the red cranberry trees that drew so much criticism last year. This year, the theme in the East Colonnade is all white. It was a giant undertaking. 58 Christmas trees, 15,000 bows, and more than 2,500 strands of lights. Meantime, a new biography of Melania is creating big buzz. The author is Kate Bennett, who covers the First Lady for CNN. Bennett confirms reports that the Trumps do not share a bedroom. The First Lady has her own suite of rooms on a separate floor. In Free Melania, Bennett also quotes a source as saying the relationship between Melania and first daughter Ivanka is cordial, not close. According to the book, Melania resents how Ivanka would sometimes invade her turf during her travels overseas. 
The FBI attorney who resigned after anti-Trump text messages she'd written were made public is speaking out for the first time in two years. Lisa Page says she's done being quiet after yet another verbal attack by President Trump. Megan Alexander reports. The woman who is a frequent target of President Trump is speaking out for the first time. I'm done being quiet, former FBI lawyer Lisa Page says. He's demeaning me and my career. It's sickening. The 39-year-old mother of two was interviewed by Daily Beast writer Molly Jong-Fast. She was really horrified, as well she should have been. I mean, it's every woman's worst nightmare. In 2016, Lisa Page exchanged anti-Trump text messages with her then-lover, top FBI agent Peter Strzok. Trump's not ever going to become president, right? One text said. No, no, he's not. We'll stop it, Strzok replied. Page says she decided it was time to speak out after this raucous October rally in Minneapolis when the president mimicked her. I love you, Peter. I love you too, Lisa. Lisa, I love you. Lisa, Lisa. Oh, God, I love you, Lisa. Page tells the Daily Beast it's like being punched in the gut. Did Lisa share how her marriage survived? She said to me that she's living the aftermath of the worst thing she's ever done, being used publicly against her every single day. The president says the private FBI texts are evidence of a deep state plot against him. On his way to the NATO summit, he tweeted from Air Force One, when Lisa Page, the lover of Peter Strzok, talks about being crushed, ask her to read Peter's text to her. And Kellyanne Conway is saying Lisa Page is no victim. The biggest mistake she's ever made in her life was having the affair. It wasn't the president who revealed that. It was the Washington Post who revealed that she was having a relationship with a colleague. And I actually think that she feels really sorry for herself. The inspector general's report on the FBI investigation of Russian election interference will be released next week. Ms. Page says she expects it will show that she acted professionally and without bias against Mr. Trump. The fallout from Julianne Huff and Gabriel Union's dismissals from America's Got Talent is touching more stars. Jay Leno is said to have made an insensitive joke that was among the things Union was upset about. Now Leno's sending her a message. Jay Leno says he has no hard feelings about Gabriel. Gabrielle Union, who lost her job on America's Got Talent after allegedly complaining about a joke Leno made when he was a guest judge. Why do you think Gabrielle Union got fired? In, in all seriousness, I love Gabrielle Union. She's a great girl. I really enjoy working with her. She's really good. Leno appeared on the show last April and reportedly cracked a joke about Korean food that Gabrielle found to be racially insensitive. The controversial joke was cut from the show. Do you regret telling that joke, the Korean joke? Leno wouldn't respond to a photographer's question. Question, he just moved his mouth. Are people too sensitive right now, Jay? I can't. About comedians. This is a serious topic, though. Oh, yes. Nowhere. And this is the place to discuss it on the street with traffic going by. According to published reports, Gabrielle Union also complained about a supposedly toxic atmosphere on America's Got Talent. Last night, NBC and AGT's production companies released this statement. We remain committed to ensuring a respectful workplace for all employees and take very seriously any questions about workplace culture. We are working with Ms. Union through her representatives to hear more about her concerns, following which we will take whatever next steps may be appropriate. Fellow Judge Julianne Huff was also let go as a judge, but she says she's leaving on good terms. 
The union, which represents performers like Gabriel Union, is also investigating the firing. Sully, the Labrador retriever who was President George Herbert Walker Bush's service dog till the end, is being honored with a statue, and Sully himself got to check it out. It's your first look at the bronze statue of Sully, President Bush's devoted service dog. Sully was the guest of honor today for the unveiling at the George Bush Presidential Library in College Station, Texas. This was the iconic image of Sully that touched all of America. The Golden Lab lying faithfully beside the 41st president's flag-draped coffin in the Capitol Rotunda, bidding a final farewell. The human-animal connection is really you know, a real thing, and uh, we saw that you know, in person with Sully and the president. The statue is life-sized and stands 30 and a half inches tall. It weighs over 60 pounds. It was commissioned by America's vet dogs and was sculpted by Susan Bahari. It was very important to me to capture Sully's physical qualities as lifelike as I could do and at the same time to capture his emotional qualities and loyalty. Sully looks impressed by his likeness, as well he should be. Immortalized with a statue, symbolically keeping vigil forever. And Sully continues to serve. He now works as a therapy dog for wounded vets at Walter Reed Medical Center. Restaurant high, high chairs are meant for babies. So what do you think happens when a high school kid decides to sit in them? Yep, this girl got stuck. This teenager is stuck in a restaurant high chair meant for little ones. I don't know how to get you unstuck. Addison Trent was at a Chick-fil-A when it happened. What you doing? I was like, how funny would it be if I sat in the high chair and ate my meal? And so I had one of my friends grab the high chair, and so I sat in it. And then she, like, pushed me further in it, and that's when I was kind of like, I don't think I can get out. She tried everything to free herself. <laughs> I laid on the ground, and then I had two people pulling on my arms and two people on my leg. And so I was, like, lifted up off the ground, and that didn't work. And then they told me to jump up and down and run to see if it, like, loosened, and it didn't loosen at all. Addison called her mom, Lisa. And I answered it, and I said, hey, what you doing? Where you at? on your way and she said um actually i'm stuck in a high chair and i just was like what they were talking about they were gonna have to cut the chair off of her and that we might have to pay for the chair and i said well that's fine you can't stay in the chair so firefighters in ammon idaho were called to the scene using a drill the firefighters disassembled the high chair at last addison was free Come on, Addie. Yeah, Addie. <laughs> the high school sophomore, who turns sweet 16 tomorrow, has this advice. Don't sit in a Chick-fil-A high chair. <laughs> or anybody else's high chair, for that matter. Lucky for Addison, she did not have to pay for the high chair. The firefighters not only got her out of it, they were able to put it back together. Next, Cyber Monday, Ground Zero. One million square feet. That's the size of 28 football fields. How to spot the best deals. Then, the time travelers. Famous people and their lookalikes from the distant past. Matthew McConaughey, Conan O'Brien, Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. And is that teen climate activist Greta Thunberg? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. 
$9.4 billion. That's how much Americans are predicted to spend today, Cyber Monday. And places where snow is making a mess on the roads are seeing a 7% increase in online sales. The biggest e-commerce site, of course, is Amazon. And our last trend is at an Amazon Fulfillment Center where the packages are flying out the door. It's Cyber Monday, and this is the scene at a giant Amazon Fulfillment Center where they're handling orders for today's big bargains. This Amazon Fulfillment Center in New Jersey is 1 million square feet. That's the size of 28 football fields. There are 14 miles of conveyor belt. But how do you get the product from here to your doorstep, in some cases, in a matter of hours? We call that process pick, pack, and ship. The first phase happens when a robot brings an item to a work. She puts it in one of the yellow bins, and then a conveyor belt takes it to a packing station to be sealed up and have a shipping label attached. From there, it goes to the sortation center, uh, which basically acts as a highway. So depending on where the shipment is going, how fast it's going to be delivered to that customer, the conveyor belt nudges the package off to either side, and that's where the package goes to be delivered to customers. Amazon's Kelsey Friedrich showed me some of Cyber Monday's best deals. The iRobot. Today, this is $100 off. Great for the busy parents in your life, maybe those who have dogs or cats or kids. $100 off, only $199 today. Smartwatch? Smartwatch, yes. That Garmin smartwatch is 25% off today. So that's $149.99. Mm-hmm. But Fox Business Network financial correspondent Jackie DeAngelis says if you see a bargain, act quickly. Many deals won't last long. That is part of the draw of Cyber Monday, to get people to be clicking and pointing and doing what they need to do online today. When we come back, the photo that has people asking if Greta Thunberg is a time traveler. They are people from years ago who are dead ringers for stars of today. Maybe you saw this photo made the rounds on social media. It looks like climate change activist Greta Thunberg, but this photo was dated 1898. Teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg, time traveler? Social media is having a big laugh over this photo from the year 1898, showing a youngster during the Klondike gold rush who sure looks like Greta. Uncanny resemblance. Maybe Greta is a time traveler and is here to save us. 16-year-old Greta, who famously gave President Trump a stern frown at the U.N. earlier this year, isn't the first to have a doppelganger from the distant past. This guy is a dead ringer for Oscar winner Matthew McConaughey, but he's a physician from the 19th century. And does that look like Game of Thrones star Macy Williams? She's actually a young lady from the late 1800s who just happened to be an actress, just like Macy. Conan O'Brien has an uncanny resemblance to this Civil War soldier. Even Channing Tatum has a doppelganger, a soldier from World War II. Whoa, Orlando Bloom, is that you? Nope, it's an artist from the 1870s. And that's definitely Eddie Murphy, right? Wrong. We spoke to forensic anthropologist Dr. Tegan Lucas, who says if you look at the two Gretas side by side, there are big differences. The person in the uh, kind of old-timey photograph has a much thicker bottom lip than Greta. The probability of matching two or more individuals on eight facial characteristics was one in a trillion. So there is a very, 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 very unlikely chance that two people match each other exactly. 
still looks pretty cool. When we come back, a bad way to break ice. Extreme weather around the country has led to this. The guy in this car is about to make a big splash. He busts his head right through. Don't worry, it's ice, not glass. And this Dallas teenager attempts something called the whipped cream challenge. Oops, that was supposed to land in her mouth. Feel free to try that at home. That's Inside Edition. We'll see you next time. When you're committed to raising the standard, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. At Happy Egg, we like to say we farm differently. But in reality, we produce eggs the way people used to, by partnering with local small family farmers who raise our happy hens on eight or more acres. Because in our opinion, farming shouldn't be complicated. It should be happy. Choose happy with Happy Egg. Visit happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family Podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.